might want to get some insurance. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, Celebrity Book Edition, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Busy Betty, by Reese Witherspoon, illustrated by Cindy Yan, published by Flamingo Books. For those who don't know Reese Witherspoon, she's an American actress and producer. You may know her from such films as Cruel Intentions, Legally Blonde, and Walk the Line. She was, and still is, the Hollywood heartthrob. She's won many awards throughout her career, including an Academy Award, Primetime Emmy, British Academy Film Award, and two Golden Globes. Time Magazine named her one of the 100 most influential people in the world in both 2006 and 2015. Forbes also listed her as one of the world's most powerful women in 2019 and 2021. They also listed her as the world's richest actress. Some of her other endeavors include a clothing company called Draper James. She also serves on the board of the Children's Defense Fund. And here I thought she was only big for Legally Blonde. She is one talented lady. Busy Betty is a tale about a little girl with ADD named, can you guess, Betty. She stumbles into washing her dog and it ends up being a disaster. Or so she thinks. Will this girl be able to stay focused and get her dog washed? Or will the two of them end up dirtier than when they started? Well, grab a bathing suit I think we're going to get wet, and let's get cooking. We open meeting Betty. She explains to us that she was born always on the move. Her family tries to get her to slow down and concentrate on one thing at a time. But they're not too successful. She's bouncing off the walls like that one guy at a party who comes out of a bathroom with a runny nose. Betty has a dog named Frank. She starts rubbing him all over her face and is like, Ew! You smell like shit. Yeah, probably because he's been wallowing in it. It turns out Betty has a play date. And no, she doesn't think she needs to clean herself up after getting that stank all over her face. She decides she's going to give Frank a bath. She's seen it done millions of times. How hard could it be? I've seen the splits done dozens of times. That doesn't mean that I can do it without ripping my nutsack open. But anyway... I like her confidence. She starts collecting the materials needed to give Frank a bath. So she gets a kiddie pool, and since she doesn't have soap, she gets bubbles. Sounds like my college Saturdays. She tries to get Frank into the pool with some popcorn, but she ends up going ham on it herself, like that guy behind you at the movie theater who just won't stop shoveling that shit into his face, like he's been stranded in Venezuela, and he decided his first meal in months was going to be a bucket of popcorn at the movies. Give the feed trough a rest. You're going to be shitting only popcorn kernels for the next week. Betty gets word from her dad that her friend May is on the way, so she panics and gives up on washing Frank. She just tries to disguise his filth. Give him the old poopery spritz down. Oh, well I was mistaken. She wasn't trying to cover the smell. She literally was trying to put stuff on Frank in hopes that his looks will distract from his smell. Not exactly how it works, but let's hope her friend isn't blind. 
She puts a bow tie on Frank, and I must say, he looks like a college professor. The old, disheveled, and bow tie look. Frank goes crazy and knocks over the glitter. Where the hell did that come from? I mean, I have jars of glitter randomly around my house too. The whole backyard was nuked with a glitter bomb. Maybe I shouldn't use the word nuke with everyone on edge right now, but there is glitter everywhere. It looks like Lakeview in Chicago a day after the gay pride parade. Betty is scared that because she trashed the backyard, she won't be able to play. But wouldn't you know it, just then, May shows up, and she just so happens to be a visionary. She tells Betty that she's impressed with her progress. With a little work, Betty has a puppy wash on her hands. And this kicks off a montage of them working and saying puns. Quote, When we pool our ideas, we can do anything! No time to hold our horses, we gotta hold our hoses! End quote. Didn't Little Nas X say that? No. He was the one who said, Save a horse, ride a cowboy. Betty comes to the realization that there are a couple of entrepreneurs. Quote, With my busy brain and May's perfect plan, we made a real-life dog-washing business! End quote. Might want to get some insurance for that business, because it doesn't exactly look up to OSHA standards, if you know what I'm saying. They're literally using plastic slides and slip and slides. All it takes is for one rock to be in the wrong place and someone tears their ass open on that slip and slide and say goodbye to that business and hello to a life of debt. It ends on Betty shouting some more and complimenting herself. She's got a little too big of a head from a business that's been open for all of two hours. I'm sure Bear Stearns was saying the same thing in 2007. Then, 2008 came. They gone. You know, yesterday we talked about ideas, and if you work on them, they can change the world. In this case, this girl had not a thought going through her head. She had no idea what she was doing. This girl was using the buckshot approach to cleaning her dog, and fell ass backwards into a business because her astute friend came along to channel Betty's energy. I'm not saying this hasn't happened before, but 99 times out of 100, these types of businesses fail and they fail quickly. I like that Reese was pushing for the readers to look at our quirks and say, hey, there might be a business here. Being an entrepreneur can generate a lot of wealth, but what I don't like about this moral is Reese made it seem like a business would just happen. It's not very relatable. I would say go back to yesterday's book before you think about going diving into a business. So what do I think about the ever-talented Reese's words? Like I was saying, I liked the moral, but it wasn't all there. It took her far too long to get to the point of her story, and it happened too late in the game. I would have liked to have seen May introduced way earlier, and go through some of the struggles with Betty. Much like Betty's business, this book should have been streamlined. Reese needed to go back through this one and cut out half of the pages. Everything would have flowed better, and it would have kept the reader's attention through it all. And consequently, the moral would have had greater impact. As for Zindi's pictures, they were very much stock celebrity pictures, but instead of looking computerized, they were hand-drawn, which made it a little better. Honestly, if you're looking to be inspired by one of Reese's works, 
that you'll be successful, don't pick up this one. Just go back and watch Legally Blonde. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 2.1. I'll have a taste and push it around to make it look like I ate it. This goose is cooked. Celebrity Book Edition. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.